Welcome to Testimony, a musician story. Heard at TestimonyStories.com and narrated by myself, Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Let's get started. Reconcile was born, Ronnie Lillard, on March 20, 1989, in Fort Myers, Florida. He grew up in a trailer and loved to be outside. Playing the bitch, catch tadpoles. You know, what I'm saying uh, I had I had I had sticky fingers, so I stole a lot. My grandma told me uh, back in the day. She told me if you write your name on it, it means it's yours. And so I was still stuff and write my name on it. <laughs> I felt like it wasn't stealing anymore. Just grew up in a household like that. We didn't have we didn't have a lot of money. You know, uh, we lived in a house that it was a lot of adults, and so everybody kind of lived in one house at one point. In that trailer, it was. You know, me, my brothers and sisters, and my moms, my grandparents, my uncle. You know, it's kind of, you know, families in and out of that house over in North Fort Myers. I started out growing up. I had, I had uh, two parents in the home. And uh, as I started to grow, you know, and just years started to pass, you know, the household just kind of fell apart. And, uh, you know, there was uh, some infidelity. There was some, there was some, there was some, definitely some, some brutal fights. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a tough home, man, uh, and uh, just, it just didn't last, and so everything split, and uh, each of my parents moved on. His parents split up when Ronnie was in junior high, and he stayed with his father. His father did his best to raise him to be a decent young man, but Ronnie's attitude proved to be a bit challenging. As I was getting older, I was starting to smell myself. 
you know what I'm saying? I started having chips on my shoulder just because I was angry and I was upset about how life was turning out, you know, how, how dysfunctional our house was. I started, you know, I started doing things in school, school and just getting more trouble, getting more fights. And uh, my dad would try to check me. I'd rebel, I'd fight, I'd grab the belt. And I just try to, you know, cause as much trouble. And then as, as much as he would say to me, I go to back to school or go back in the neighborhood and just do the same thing. You know, and then as I continue to get older and now it's the police calling the house, you know, and, uh, you know, I just continue to be in defiant. I'm doing my own thing. I'm not coming home. So I was standing back up to my dad trying to fight him. And uh, I got whooped. <laughs> I got whooped. My dad's a big dude, man. He used to work in uh, corrections and whatnot at, at an, uh, the juvie jail facility. So he had all them locks and them holes and them moves. And, uh, but, you know, it's just, it's just saying that that's what I was, that I, I, I didn't want to be checked. I just wanted to rebel. I wanted to do my own thing. It was me against the world. And so I rebelled against all of that and ended up uh, getting kicked out of the house in the middle of the night. It was about 2 o'clock in the morning. My dad came in. He was angry because I was just doing me again. He grabbed all my clothes. Grabbed all my schoolwork, my backpack, and he dumped it out in the yard. You know, so I, I remember that night picking up all my stuff and walking to my grandma's house, and I was just determined that I, I didn't want him in my life from then on. And that was the path I took, and so that's when things started really getting more physical from there on. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com, where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. grandparents from then on. Despite living in a rough neighborhood and struggling with behavior issues, when it came to football, he had game. Your boy could play some football, man. I just I just happened to be blessed in the way that the Lord just football was a thing I could do. And it was kind of like my out through all of it. And so, you know, I just kind of, football was my everything. And so uh, I started playing football back when they had flags. You know, I always used to get praised for what I was doing with football. As I started to get older, 
uh, ninth grade, I made varsity. And so that was a big deal. It kind of changed, you know, my status in school. You know, as as I continued to go out through through high school, I, you know, sophomore sophomore year, I'm making the newspaper a lot. Junior year, I'm on the cover of the newspapers. You know, senior year, every week I'm being covered in the newspapers as possible. And I, I, but in, in the midst of all of this, everything on the outside of my life is falling apart. Like people, sometimes people, people know I, I wouldn't go to school, but I just show up at practice. Just uh, you know, in somebody's house, laying up, trying to chase a female. Uh, places I had no business being. That's where I was. Ronnie was a smart kid, but he never applied himself when he came to school, partly because he was rarely there. He was too busy playing tough. But eventually, playing tough got him caught up. In the high school that I went to, just, you know, nobody wanted to be soft. You know, high school was a, a, a majority-minority high school. A lot, of, a lot of the kids were from an area called Dunbar, Lehigh. Uh, Dunbar is... Dunbar is a place where if you don't get a football scholarship to sell dope, um, you're going to the penitentiary. I felt like I had no peace at home, you know, and so I, I just started acting that out. I just wanted to be hard. I just wanted to pump people. And uh, I started stealing because I was hungry, and I felt like I was justified in the fact that it's nothing to eat, so just stealing ain't really bad, you know. And so as I would continue to steal, stealing would get easy. And I would continue to steal, steal bigger things. I pushed my friends to come steal with me, so we break into people's houses, stealing stuff out of houses in the middle of the night. Um, and one time we almost got caught. We was running from the police in the woods. Just you know, that that was that was me. You know, I never sold dope. I never thought that was a wise thing to do. I remember, uh, you know, uh, I remember a Pop Warner coach I had growing up. He got arrested for selling dope, and it just it just tore apart. His family, I remember watching my, my uncles and stuff selling dope. And that, that wasn't something I wanted to do in my life, but stealing, stealing was just hard to get let go of. And uh, so as I'm going this route, you know, I get caught stealing and I uh, get arrested. Then uh, I, get, I get in a, a car accident driving without a license and I get arrested again. Then mess around, um, get caught stealing again. And then the the last time, uh, the last time that, that it, it kind of came to a climax is where I, I just missed court a couple times. And like anybody knows who misses court, they would issue a warrant for your arrest. And so I'm at school and they're like, man, they would come to a restaurant in Lillard. And I jet out the back, try to run down to the run, run across the street and cut through some neighborhoods back to my house. And it just, it just came to a climax. And when I finally went and turned myself in and, you know, I, I ended up getting probation and, uh, community service hours, and it was this uh, church in front of my grandma's house that I only used to go play basketball at. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, 
their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. that he used to frequent from the outside to hoop at became the initial stepping stones that would change his life for the better once he stepped inside. He met Pastor David Estrada, who told him he would give him all his community service hours if he attended Bible study. Hey, it's my heart, man. It's all checked up. I lack the faith to persevere when times get tough. When life's too much and ain't no money in my pocket. Tis a guilt feeling like ain't no one to stop it. Ain't no one beside me. Ain't nobody there. I scream help in the darkness. Ain't nobody there. Ghetto boys got me feeling. Mind playing tricks on me. Gave old girl my heart. She hit a lick on me. It's a half deal. Ronnie thought dude was a sucker. Because if all he had to do was show up physically and not check in mentally, then heck yeah, he was going to do it. Just my luck and everybody went out the hood, but guess I'm stuck, huh? My life is sucks, got me on some self-mode. It's a million of these blacks, they all lead to one road. Hell, casket, more than the pen, so it's more to fixing life, because it start with my sin. Preacher asked me in life. Where do I stand? Cause ain't no dialogue or dream go make me a man. No will is satisfied. Anything I'm yearning for. So you can gain the whole world. You gon' want more. And I can't lie though. Like who don't want success? But if it never comes my way, Lord, I'm still blessed. Cause when I fall short, you stand and make up all the difference. And when I'm at my lowest, your grace is sufficient. So I show up, I remember sitting in the back, and I'm like, man, none of these people are going through what I'm going through. You know, um, and I, I always had like this feeling about Christians. Like it just, my word for Christians was hypocrite. You know, I felt like it was like a clique or a sect and I just I just didn't get down with it. I just felt like it was, you know, there was, there was real life going on and, and there's nothing I could hear in here. And uh, remember that night, I don't know if David Estrada like scratched what he was gonna talk about that night, but he just went on a tangent and started talking about his life and started talking about Jesus. And started talking about what Jesus had done for him, and how Jesus had changed him, and how Jesus had made his life different, and how his joy was in Jesus. And he never heard nothing like this. And so I was just intrigued by Jesus. I was like, man, I, whatever it is tonight, I can't leave out here without knowing him. My life is a mess. My life is a mess, and I, just, I need him. At the time, I was, uh, you know, I was living with my girlfriend in the projects. And, uh, 
you know, I was, you know, my granddaddy would keep, would keep calling me. He was like, come home, you know, stop being over there. Um, you got a place to lay your head at over here. I was just in this in this moment where God's just challenging me, like, you got to let all these things go. You got to let them go. You got to let them die. And uh, I made that decision. He got a grip on life. I ain't fooling nobody. So I lean on somebody who lean on somebody, believe us in body. Time that the struggle predicted to stop me and don't wake it rocky. I call on my poppy and pray that this path is up under my feet and his ultimate whip on my life or his seed. We really trying to save a city and move it state to state. Now, baby, is you with me? My cousin still ain't listening. My little partner missing. Rock it back, it with me. Really smashing on a mission. We ain't got no gimmicks. Little dude pumping with passion. My soul purpose is to give you the gospel. And I do. Just so happen I'm back. Take off. It wasn't an easy and abrupt change. It took some time for him to completely give his life over to Christ. But God was definitely working in his life. As a matter of fact, Ronnie had a friend who went away to a Christian camp and came back with a different outlook. This friend introduced Ronnie to Christian hip hop. I wanted to get back into the ratchetness that we was already in. He was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm not trying to do that no more. He's like, I only wanna, I only wanna, uh, I only wanna have sex with this with my, with my wife. I'm about to try to put some music in. He's like, I don't listen to that no more. He's like, I only listen to, to uh, Christian music. I used to try to crack on him. He was like, nah, man, edify your brother. <laughs> I was like, this dude is tripping. And so uh, he's like, he says, I only listen to Christian rap. And uh, he, he passed me this. Uh, this 116 compilation CD. And so we put it in the ride and it started playing. It's like, we ain't nothing but some church boys. I was like, bro, I hit the eject button. I flipped that mug back across uh, across the back of my grandma's van. I was like, bro, that gets no play in the ride. That gets no play in the ride. And uh just so happens as, as I'm going through this change in my life, well, um, you know, God's just working on me, and I'm trying to change. I remember finding that CD in the back of somewhere, and I found it, and I just kept playing it and kept listening to it, and I heard the song, uh, Take Me As I Am by Lecrae, and I just kept listening to it. I must have gave that thing a million plays. It's like, what do you mean God would love me like this? The introduction to Christian hip-hop was made, but Ronnie wasn't trying to start a rap career. Writing rhymes and spitting them on the school bus was as far as he went. His focus was football. Ronnie knew if he had any chance at getting out of his hood, he was going to have to put in work on and off the gridiron. So his junior year of high school, he did just that. He would jump the school fence after hours and run sprints on the field in the dark. He spent every day at the Boys and Girls Club working out. He focused on improving his GPA. Ronnie went from a 2.7 to a 3.9. But one of the hardest things he had to do was let people go who were not contributing positively to his life. And that included one of his brothers. What will it take from me? I need 
need you, Lord, I've been feeding for your touch. This real talk, I've been lonely for months. And the urge to live is daily losing worth in it. Seems my situation's only getting worse. I'm pushing through the pain. Tears and the sorrow overwhelmed by the day. It's got me stressing by tomorrow. Sometimes I feel like this is it for me. My heart's open, Lord, what you trying to get to me? It all paid off when it came to graduation time. He was offered football scholarships across the country. Some included the Air Force Academy, Vanderbilt, and Rice University. He chose to go to the Air Force Academy. When I was out there, I ended up, I ended up getting booted out because I just I went out there with with uh, hood mentality. I'm gonna be the hood dude in college, and I ended up staying in trouble the whole time. And uh, I ended up getting kicked out. And uh, I was getting in trouble, like just not doing what I was supposed to do. And they had rules, and I was just trying to be defiant, trying to be hard, trying to pump people out there. And it was just like, you're not in the hood no more. This ain't, this ain't four miles Florida. This is college. They gave me a choice where I could either, uh, I could either quit or I could either um, let a lot of them kick me out. And so I quit around signing day. And uh, I remember just being home. My sister said this thing. I was sleeping on the couch for like a month. And my, my sister said this thing. She was like, uh, you know, you, you, you ruined your life. You blew it. And now you're not going to do nothing with your life. And, uh, I remember just, just in that moment, just being like, man, I really, I, it was it was a low point because it's like everything you had worked for, everything you had worked for, everything I had I had a dream for was all felt like it was all gone, and it was because of me. Started realizing that while I was out there, that you know I didn't really know the Lord, I didn't know the Lord, I didn't really have a relationship with Him, I didn't know what it's like to live for Him, and uh. While I was while I was home, I just I just wanted to make make I wanted to make a make a stance that I'm gonna know God, I'm gonna have a relationship with Jesus, um, and so I just started pursuing him for myself, uh, and because I, I, I just knew for for my livelihood I was gonna need him, uh, I was gonna need him too if I was gonna survive. Testimony. Testimony. Where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. They say who the sun sets free is free indeed. I know I need it every day I see that you are the core of my life and I can never go back cause I can never pay the price yeah uh I feel the weight on my shoulders the burden of my cross the pain in my withdrawals I've been lost for a minute so it's hard to walk a it. but you sacrifice your son so it's my all lord I give it I give it he will be done
mind I know it won't be easy I know it won't be easy Whatever it is Just say the price So if it takes me leaving bait It's over tonight I surrender my anger Lord I love the ones who hurt me I do it in your name Because your son said serve me uh, Here's my success Here's my pride I cast it all aside Lord I need you to survive He realized this being a Christian thing isn't so easy. Ronnie could no longer say he was a Christian. He actually needed to walk it out. He knew he needed to be discipled. He needed someone to push him to grow and show him what it's like to be a Christian. Despite his upbringing and in the midst of being in college. He met that mentor at Rice University in Houston, Texas. Ronnie now had a second chance, and he took advantage of it. While the rest of his freshman teammates were running around trying to be the big man on campus, Ronnie chose to be a bit reserved. I settle with the sleep crying. Nights like this feel like a double life in the jail cell dying. Swear. I can hear the reaper, is it coming for me? At nights I can't sleep, wake up sweating too many memories. I can't shake it. coaches encouraged him to focus on football, Ronnie chose to triple major. He graduated in 2012 with degrees in religious studies, philosophy, and sociology. And he is currently working on his master's in Christian counseling. So how does this star athlete who spent the last few years of his life in academia and had no desire to join the music industry become a rapper? Tune in to part two of Reconcile's Testimony and Musician Story, where we will focus on his musical career as well as his latest album, Sacrifice. Give me true. 
truth, I don't want nothing less. Money cost sex, the issue is life or death. Life or death, resurrection or a hearse. I pray that you regard your soul with a sense of what is worth it. I don't feel it. All these situations let me build. Tired of blaming everyone else when I'm the sinner. 20 years of pain is enough to reconsider. Now I'm wrestling with the Jesus and hating who's in the mirror. I grew up. Forgiveness, you're living nowhere I want You say you love me, but you don't live for me at all Do you want me as your Lord or just to catch you when you fall? Do you believe Do you need me? And if it all fell apart, would you leave me? It's that death at the sunrise Cause the sun died To save a sinner who ain't never seen the sunrise I should have died in my ways I gave you nothing but shame But you saved me Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. This has been a Brown Theory production and an 83 Media production. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories with an S, dot com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. I didn't realize